Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Now, I've been speaking to a lot of business owners recently who've been saying things like, well, I don't do any advertising and all my business is word of mouth. And they've been saying that like they're proud of it, like it's a badge of honor. And it's no, like, why should you as a business owner be proud of not doing any advertising and not doing any marketing? So I see it like this. If, you're, if you've got a business that's ticking over, which I guess most people would perceive that they have, because most people's businesses aren't exactly where they want them to be. So I'm assuming most of us want to grow our business, get more customers, more clients, more income and more reach. So let's assume most small businesses are comfortable or slightly not where they want to be, yet they're proud of the fact that they do all their business for, through word of mouth and, and no advertising. Surely that's a bit of a paradox. Is there not a massive untapped opportunity for any business to 2x, 4x or 10x if you actually did some marketing? Now, uh, whilst in some ways you save money by not spending on marketing, uh, and, and there's a sort of the age-old age old adage in marketing, somewhat flippant, that uh, 50% of your marketing works, you just don't know which 50%. So sure, if your business is mostly word of mouth and referral, you're not wasting marketing spend. You know, you're not chucking money all over the place. And I'll come back to this point in a minute because on the other side of the coin, I speak to people who are paying an SEO company a thousand pound a month and this consultant a thousand pound a month. And they're putting these ads in these trades, magazines or newspapers, you know, and paying 500 pound or a thousand pound an ad and they're not tracking it at all. And they have no idea if it's actually working. So it seems to be, and by the way, I've spoken to about 70 business owners on the phone for 20 minutes in the last two or three days. So, you know, I, this is, I'm getting this from the horse's mouth. I'm not just assuming it. So you tend to get the business owner that is chucking a load of money at advertising, but is not testing it, is not measuring it, has no idea if it works, is not tracking it, does not have KPIs, and doesn't have a clue. And they're like, oh, well, I know I've got to spend money. So, oh, you know, chuck it at the wall and hope it sticks. And then you've got the other business owner that, well, I'm just doing word of mouth and advertising. I've never had to do any um, marketing in 22 years, except I've not grown for 22 years. So here's some things I want you to think about when it comes to growing your business. I, I think you should always be marketing, but importantly in marketing, you should always be testing. So in sales, they have the ABC, always be closing. In marketing and general business, let's have the ABT, which is always be testing. A lot of people say to me, Rob, should I do Facebook ads? Well, no, you shouldn't go and spend a grand a month on Facebook ads or five grand a month. Uh, we spend 120 grand a month, by the way, if you've never done it before, because you could just, you know, just give me the money or just light 50 pound notes. But in three to six months, wouldn't it be great if you had some tested, measured, proven, converting Facebook ads? So what you do is you start now doing Facebook ads on a £50 a week, uh, you know, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more, depending on your budget, um, 
you know, i.e. an amount of money that you can easily afford to lose. And you see that as testing money. You test your copy, you test your ads, you test your landing pages, you test your lead magnets, your product magnets, you test your funnel, you test your email autoresponder, you test the price points of your products. And then once you've invested, you know, weekly a little bit of money that you can afford to lose in three to six months time, you've got a really good proven conversion environment. And then when you're ready to go big on a launch, you know, you can confidently scale up that launch. So always be testing. Now, I'm gobsmacked how many people are not leveraging social media and all the free marketing media in the world we're living in now. And I feel like a lot of business owners, they're so focused on them and their product, you know, their service, what they do. Um, I was talking to a, a chap who has a, a wrapping business and I was talking to someone who's very famous in the wrapping business. Uh, and this chap said, well, yeah, you know, he's not the best rapper. Uh, but he's the best advertiser and marketer and brand of rapping that there is in the... For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector. I'm a watch investor. And those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United. And he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk. And he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him. I've used him for many years. And recently we've done a partnership. Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. UK. Would you rather be technically 5 or 10% less good as your competition, but have 500% more business? So a lot of people are so focused on the art or, or they assume they're the best when, you know, everyone thinks they're the best, don't they, in terms of their business, uh, instead of getting on social media. Um, LinkedIn is huge at the moment because out of any social media platform, it is not restricting the reach beyond your connections. So I'm regularly getting 250,000 to 5 million views on a post. And not every one, maybe every 10 or every 20. Uh, now, you just can't do that on Facebook and Instagram unless you pay for the boosts. Because they won't let you or you have to pay for the sponsored ads. And to reach a million or five million people is huge. So are you leveraging LinkedIn? Are you leveraging Instagram? I was talking to my personal trainer yesterday. Uh, and he was like, oh, well, you know what? Most personal trainers aren't really on LinkedIn. They're not really doing anything with it. It's not really the place to go. Most uh, people are doing Instagram. And um, I said to him, yes, that's true. So surely that's a good idea to be the fitness trainer who's on LinkedIn. You know, there might be CEOs, business owners, people who own 250 grand a year, 500 grand a year, they earn that kind of money. If you're a PT, surely that's a better type of client than, you know, one who, who doesn't have the money to invest in a personal trainer. So you want to not just be restricting yourself to, oh, in my industry, people market in this publication, this newspaper, you know, etc. cetera. Um, you, you want to be disruptive and innovative with your marketing. Um, I launched a campaign called the 4X Marketing Mastermind. 
I've got 40 places on a mastermind, I had 240 applications. Uh, and whilst I've got a lot of uh, um, experience in marketing and launching over the last decade, the inspiration and the idea for that wasn't in the industry that I'm in. I watched a documentary film on Alexander McQueen, the fashion designer. So we've got to get our head out of what's everyone doing in my industry. I've got to do that. I've got to do what they're all doing. Oh, well, no one's doing LinkedIn in my industry because it doesn't work in my industry. Therefore, I'm not going to do LinkedIn because it doesn't work in my industry. LinkedIn works. But so does Instagram. So does Snapchat. You know, so does Hear Me Out, so does Patreon, uh, Facebook groups, Facebook pages, you know, your Facebook profile. Are you leveraging all three Facebook ads, boosted posts? There's so many free and low cost marketing media out there that people aren't using. And the reasons I've found that they're not using them are one, they're so focused on the quality of their product. They're not thinking about actually business being marketing because, you know, the business goes like this. Uh, Your product is what you create. Uh, but before that, you've got to sell the product. But before that, you've got to get leads to be able to sell the product. So if you imagine a shop, um, in the shop, you have your products. They could be the best products in the world. But unless someone in the shop is buying the products, then you're not selling them. And unless your marketing is getting people in the shop, you've got no one to sell to. So business is about marketing. I think the other reason people, uh, the other reasons people aren't uh, marketing effectively is because maybe they don't want to get themselves out there too much. You know, they're worried about having haters or, you know, they're worried about people thinking that they're bragging or that they're too pushy, etc. Now, for me, marketing is not just about pitching and selling. Um, I'll have the perception out in the marketplace that I sell quite a lot, but I probably sell one in every 50 to 100 posts. So numerically, as a percentage, it's hardly anything. You know, it's one to two percent of the time I'm selling. Now, I know virtually every other business owner that's not doing as much marketing to me is selling more than me as a percentage. So the way I see it is if I want to sell more, I've got to be more prolific with my content marketing, with adding value, with podcast episodes, with Facebook live feed videos, you know, with good articles, with updating LinkedIn, with informative information, with doing um, live streams and webinars and speaking to people on the phone. And I'm thinking every 50 to 100 touch points, I want to make a pitch. Now, I've built a load of goodwill, latent trust doing those 50 to 100 pieces of content. Now, I'm not saying you have to do 50 to 100 pieces of content to do one to two pitches. I'm saying that's what I do. Uh, And I found that the sales have been much more easy. I found that there's less friction. There's more trust. So marketing is not just about pitching. It's about getting your name and your brand out there. It's about telling your story. How many followers? How many fans do you have? How much reach do you have? How many people know you? I speak to people regularly who are in social media groups and they're like, oh, well, there's all these people out there that are bragging about how many deals they've done and how good their business is going. And I don't know if they're telling the truth or not. And I know, I know I'm a really honest person and it really annoys me. Well, then you should be sharing your results. You should be doing your stories, sharing your deal case studies, educating people on what you learned when you had challenges. Don't watch everyone else doing it, thinking that you're more credible and then moaning about them because they're doing it when you're not doing it. You've got to get out there and do it. So embracing marketing. Nothing to be proud of if you're not doing any advertising and marketing. Now, let's imagine we do have this recession, this crash. Let's imagine in the UK if Brexit happens. Well, if all of your business comes from one source, which is referrals, then you are massively at risk. Uh, Now, I was taught by Dan Kennedy probably eight years ago. Um, I was getting all my property deals through estate agents and I was so proud of it, wearing it like a badge of honor. You know, I had my wings on my epaulets of my jacket and my medals of honor that I only got deals from estate agents. And I was getting loads of deals and I didn't need to do leafleting or direct response marketing or newspaper ads or all that kind of stuff. That's all expensive. Oh, you know, that's for that's for idiots. 
Um, and, and Dan Ken- Kennedy said to me, he said, well, Rob, you know, what if estate agents all of a sudden start charging you fees for deals? Is that going to restrict the amount of deals that you could do? And I was like, well, they don't do that at the moment. They only charge the seller, not the buyer. And he says, well, what if they decide to charge the buyer? They could. What would stop them? And in fact, some do now in their own way. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That could really reduce the volume. And he said, what are you going to do then? And I said, well, I don't know. And he said, you're far better off getting 20 properties a year from 20 lead sources than 20 properties a year from one lead source. Because if that lead source dries up, your business dries up. And how common is it to hear of a business that went bust because they had one major supplier, that supplier screwed them on terms, screwed them down on terms, or, you know, went bust and all of a sudden their business is gone. So, you know, you hear me and other people talk a lot about multiple streams of income. You need multiple streams of leads. Uh, so for this new Forex marketing mastermind campaign I did, got 43 leads from Instagram with for a 90 pound boosted post. Got probably now pushing 50 uh, leads from LinkedIn. By the way, every single person I've linked, I've spoken to in LinkedIn, it's been the shortest call and they've all signed up. Um, I got probably, um, maybe 70 leads from people who knew me and followed me already. We probably got, um, the rest through either my Facebook profile or Facebook ads. And then emailing my database probably got 60, give or take. So, you know, there's been about five lead sources and they're pretty equal between the five of where the leads have come from. Now, if I only had one source, I'm only going to get 50 leads. And you're not going to close 40 people at five grand with, um, with 50 leads. So are you building your sources of leads? Now, um, just to finish, you want to start testing before you go big. I'm not saying go and spend a load of money on marketing. Do not misunderstand me. I'm saying start to test new advertising platforms, media. If you've never done webinars, start testing a webinar. Now, don't go and spend two grand trying to fill a webinar. Start one to your existing customers or spend a 100 or 150 pounds trying to get some people booked on it. Are you doing live stream videos? Um, are you uh, doing actually telesales? A lot of people aren't even doing the old school style of selling people on the phone. Are you selling to your existing customers for new products or renewals? A lot of people, they're always going so much for new business. They're not actually going through their existing clients, which are far easier to sell to because you have the trust and the rapport. So try and set a target for this year to test, I don't know, three to five new marketing platforms. Start small, build up the conversion environment and then scale up. Some of them aren't going to work or some of them you're not going to make work. uh, And that's okay. Um, I'm trying to test new marketing platforms and strategies and strategic partners all the time um, because some of them will stick and some of them will go big. Facebook advertising is getting more expensive and more competitive. Some of the advertising in this uh, world now that is more expensive, that used to be a lot better and isn't now, uh, is ripe for disruption. And a lot of people say to me, oh, well, I'm doing Google ads, but, you know, it was, it's so expensive now. It was great back in the day, but I just can't get it done now. But they're, they're saying that, but they're not testing Facebook ads. And, you know, they're not, they're not building a Patreon account. They're not doing webinars. They're not doing live streams. They're not doing Facebook live videos. They're not boosting Instagram posts. Uh, so they should be testing this stuff all the time. All right, so hopefully you found that useful. You know, you, if you followed me for a while, if you listen to my podcast, A Disruptive Entrepreneur, you know I'm a big champion of marketing because business is marketing. Without marketing, you have no business. And you know what? I'm, I'm frustrated, but also excited at the opportunity um, that so many business owners have got a great product, a great service. You know, they're a good business. They've been doing it for decades, but they're terrible at marketing. Um, and if you step up your marketing this year, and I'm not talking about, you know, massive hypey sales or, you know, bragging everywhere. Okay, you know, we all know I'm a bit noisy, uh, but I tend not to brag too much, certainly if you compare me to some of the big American dudes. Um, 
But, you know, ch- uh, use me to challenge you to push yourself out there a bit more. Be seen, be known. If, you know, if visibility is credibility, it's not about who's the best. It's about who's seen to be the best. And to be seen to be the best, you have to be seen. And if you're not seen, you're not the best because you don't exist. All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Uh, and yeah, I've got some great guests coming up on my podcast, some very disruptive indiv- individuals. Um, I've got some really successful people who are not so well known. And I've also got some very big names. So thanks for tuning in.